See ya. Bye-bye. Hey, supporting this podcast would be like really cool, right? You could go over to anchor.fm slash drive safe text when home and then, you know, give some money. That'd be cool. Like whatever. I mean, I might like it, but that's so cool. Hey, what's up? But anyways, if you want to do something that's completely free, I guess Spotify now you can do like a rating system. So go over there, rate that and go on Apple podcast and rate it there. That'd be sick. Hey, guess what? Enjoy this episode. Hey, everybody. This is a podcast and I'm here with... Zach, a.k.a. Sewa. I'm a content creator, and I play in the band Astroplanes, as well as do a little bit of professional songwriting. <laughs> that That's so cool. That's so awesome to hear. Like, um, but okay, so I, because I kept reading your username, like Sewa, like I literally could not figure it out, and I, I kept like, for some reason, I kept thinking of the word like, it was like, what was I? I can't remember now. But anyways, it, it kept confusing me. But like, how did you get that name? Is it kind of like be like, say what? Yeah, pretty pretty much. It's it's also I'm um 25% Japanese. Oh, okay. So it's also like um, it's also like a bit of a like a play on words uh where like say means like sex as in like gender like mm-hmm. so so like if like um. Uh, and, and it also can mean like um, noble or honorable, depending on like how you're using it okay. in a sentence. And I just kind of added the wa because I th- just thought it was funny. It was it was literally <laughs> my gamer, my Xbox gamer tag for for a really long time, and then it became my Instagram name. So oh. when I moved on to like TikTok and stuff, that that just seemed like okay, yeah, I'll just I'll just do that. Dude, okay, okay. So hold on, hold on. I'm just, I'm sorry because you brought up Xbox gamer tag. That's sick. So do you currently still play Xbox? And is that so? That I, used to be your old one. You said that was my that was my old one. I haven't played Xbox in a long time. I'm more uh, on computer games, but oh, it is okay. still my tag, like on Fortnite and Hell yeah. Valorant and pretty much everything. I, I've, I still use it on all all platforms and social media for. For my personal stuff, so. Okay, dude. Okay, well then, okay, so you said Fortnite. Like, the only reason I know of it be is because my son plays it, and I play with him, and it's 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 a really fun game, actually, which I, I, I had such, like, a misconception about it, and I just can't build to save my life, but, like, <laughs> like he can, and he's seven, and he'll kick my ass, and it's so insane. So, like... Dude, like, it, so can you do all that stuff too? Like, build and like. No, absolutely not. <laughs> I just started playing because my I I have a a pretty decent sized Discord. There's about 750 members in it, oh, and we whoa. started doing community nights. And when Fortnite came out with a no build mode, we yes. were all like, "Yes, we will play now." Yeah, dude, <laughs> so, that's what I did. So we've been playing uh, no build mode. We're actually doing a community night uh, here in a few hours at um seven. Uh, eastern time so uh and we'll be playing a little bit of Fortnite and some jackbox and stuff oh so sick if anybody if if you want to come you're invited hell yeah dude that's anybody awesome who hears this is invited to the next one <laughs> dude that's Whatever. so cool <laughs> dude and like yeah. dude <laughs> that's so cool i love that and like also to have such like a a big discord it, it, to me that sounds so cool like it, with that do a lot of people uh 
Like, are they just like constantly talking in there? Basically, like not even talking to you per se. Are they like having yeah. conversations with themselves too? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, like, so so I run a a TikTok page, um, and I basically just started putting join the Discord in my in like every video like description or whatever. Yeah. Um, about four months ago, and or I guess five months ago, it was in like late December when we started it. Okay. And it started off as just a few people and, and it's grown pretty quickly and it's and it's all really about finding like cool new alternative music, like mostly emo and pop punk and yeah. punk and hardcore, but really all genres, you know, hyper pop, EDM, uh, rap, what what have you. And and like the main thing is just like that I want it to be kind of like a support system for people um and so like you have to be positive yeah. with other members in there and like we're all coming together as a community to um to just talk about music that we love and like what's going on in our lives so like if you're having a bad day we have like a rant section where you can just you know bitch about <laughs> i don't know if i'm allowed to uh, cuss on yeah, this oh podcast. yeah go ahead as <laughs> okay, much okay, as you cool. want <laughs> and um but like if you're having a bad day or or your roommate won't do the dishes or whatever you can post <laughs> it in rants and everybody like that sucks that you're dealing with that maybe try this but you know either way i'm here for you love you that it's like that type of a community like everybody's super super positive actually the way that i found you was through my mod um uh elias oh, who's, no way. Um, who's who's pretty active in like the um in the california screamo scene and stuff oh like, no hey, way this guy's looking for um people on his podcast i checked out your podcast and i was like whoa he interviewed um justin pearson dude dude uh dude <laughs> Sign me up. oh dude it was unbelievable <laughs> Dude, like that's, as well as that's some of my buddies from Albuquerque as well. So that was that was really cool. Oh, I'm very excited to find you. Yeah, dude. Well, dude, I'm glad. Like, yeah, because when you messaged me, like, honestly, when I saw the, your name pop up, I thought it was just some like fake profile saying. Like, I th at first when I saw it, I was like, oh, it's gonna say gain a hundred followers, and I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, yeah, that was so awesome. Yeah, I know the the message that I was supposed to send you was supposed to be longer, but you could only have like like twenty words or something in yeah. there. So I was like, oh my gosh, my message sounds like I'm such a, a d bag <laughs> coming up. He's like, hey, I have a lot of followers on social media. Put me on your podcast. And it's like, oh god, <laughs> dude. That, and 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 I didn't think of it. I I literally thought it was a bot. I was just like, oh okay. And then I messaged you, and you were a human. I was like, oh sick, this is awesome, and. Like, dude, I like that you found me through that. That's that's really cool. Like, what band or like is your is that dude Elias in a band or something? Uh, no, uh, not right now. He used to do some booking um a couple years ago, but oh. he's just really into DIY music and alternative music in general. He knows like he's like a screamo encyclopedia. Hell, oh, so, dude, that's awesome. So shout out Elias. Hell yeah, dude. aka that boy is haunted. <laughs> dude, dude, that. <laughs> Dude, like that that's so cool. Well, dude, again, thank you for hitting me up just because like that was so cool and like I have not talked to someone that is like like you said when you said the the words content creator, that was so cool to me because I was like, holy shit, like I've never talked to anyone that they can say is that's what they like do as like something in their lives. Like they create content all the time and that that was so awesome to me. Like how did you get started doing that anyways? 
So, so it's a bit of a long story. Heck um, yeah, I'm down. Do, okay, so, so right after, so we were on tour. My old band, The Uglies, was on tour with Crush, which is amazing, and, by the way. Sorry, holy yeah. fuck, that band is like, I'm oh, not yeah. kidding. Fuck, that's so good. <laughs> I, I love those. I love those dudes so much. They're some of my closest friends. Actually, like the first time that they played out of state yeah. was with my band in like 2015, 2016, something like that. Wow. I remember their bass player at the time, Jimmy, he uh, he turned 21 that night and we went and got him um, a bunch of beer and some weed. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> uh so so yeah I've, I've i've known those dudes for a long time they always come stay at my place usually when they come through oh and, nice and they're just great dudes adam's adam's a really good friend yeah. and really all all of those dudes i love all those guys Hell but yeah. so we we were on that tour and it was it was in i'm sure you saw some of their tour updates from their last tour where their van broke down like six Ye- or seven times yes over the course of it so we were in a, a little bit of background on that van they were actually staying up here when they found that van. Huh. Like, okay, uh, can Joel spend the night tonight? Because he's going to fly out tomorrow to go to Chicago to pick up this van that we found for like two grand. It used to be a prison van and it's been sitting. It, it's, it got, it sat in a flood for like a week. So like, <laughs> it still runs fine, but like some of the bottom floorboards are rusted out. And like, and so that was the van that we, so he went and got it and drove it back to Albuquerque. And then a couple months later, we did our split and our tour with them. And like, you could literally see through the floorboards of this thing <laughs> to see the highway as we're driving on it. And there was, um, there was like, I think 10 of us on the tour, um, all crammed, crammed into this, um, like 10 passenger van. So there was no extra room. We nice. had a trailer with all of our gear in the back, but but like it was pretty cramped. And after that, our guitarist was just kind of like, "I'm kind. I think I'm done with music. I'm just kind of ready to do something else with my life." Um, you know, we've been doing this for a long time, and I think it's just time for me to like, you know, figure out what my next step is. Yeah. So he was just kind of done, and so then I was left without a band. Like I still had Astral Planes, but it had always been more of a solo project type of type of thing. Okay. So, so, um, like around then was like when I started, I signed up to do songwriting on Fiverr. Okay. And, and then the pandemic hit, um, and during the pandemic, my Fiverr started kind of taking off because of, uh, because I think everybody kind of realized that life is short and decided that they wanted to pursue their dream kind of a thing yeah so they started looking you know online to like where do i get my start and a bunch of them found me so i started doing pretty good on that of where i was making as much off off of songwriting as as my normal job whoa sick and yeah yeah it was it was it was very validating to be (laughs) honest you know what i mean to be like whoa people actually pay me for this that's that feels really good and so, so I got on TikTok because I was like, well, if maybe if I get a bit of a bigger social media following, I can kind of, you know, raise my prices on here and hopefully get some more business and make a little bit more money. Um, and so, so I got on TikTok and I just started posting all of these, um, you know, just like whatever I could think of. Like I was, at first it was just like, um, you know, doing some acoustic covers, talking a little bit about you know, my songwriting process and, oh, cool. and like what to do if you're in a DIY band. And then like 
like two of the things that really started like doing like videos that started doing better than all the other ones was I'd started doing five slept on emo bands and it was just bands that I'd either played with or heard about through the grapevine that were like under, you know, 50k monthly listeners on Spotify. Okay. And and the other the other series that I did was four trans fronted bands that you need to be listening to. Oh, cool. And um and that was really cool because it gave kind of this platform to um to trans creators who like I don't know if you know about this but like TikTok has a way of suppressing um trans creators in the algorithm. What? Um yeah, well, well so so it's um TikTok at the time, it's now technically American based, but it's still essentially Chinese based. Okay. And so um basically trans people don't really um work with the Chinese narrative. <laughs> Oh, essentially okay. so so there's been a lot of suppression and me as a cis white man kind of have a little i'm I'm less likely to get suppressed basically okay. so i can okay. promote these bands and and it's really cool because oh, it's awesome. kind of like um the the trans community has really rallied around me cool and and it's and it's sick because i get to raise their profiles like the coolest story from that was there was a band called Jelly Side Up who's not even together anymore, um, and I posted their band and they went from having like twenty or thirty monthly listeners on Spotify to having a thousand every <laughs> what? month, like Dude, overnight. No, yeah, no way. And that's that's like one of those things that I'm really proud of because the singer of that band said said to me like you know like you've given me like the knowledge of knowing that at no matter what, at some point there's almost always going to be somebody listening to my music every month. And even though that band's not together anymore, it's still like, you know, it's like a validating thing. Yeah. That's sick. That, that people actually like follow their band. So, so that's kind of how I got my start on TikTok, And then I just started trying out different types of content to kind of like all within emo and, and the scene and that kind of stuff um, to, to just kind of grow. Uh, uh, a little bit because I wanted because you know I play emo music and I I've come from that scene so it yeah. was just it just seemed natural and and I have knowledge about it you know and like the cool thing about TikTok is like that there's all these a lot of people think of it as like the lip syncing and dancing app but it's, <laughs> yeah. it, right I mean and and that that is a big part of it yeah. that's what all the biggest content creators on TikTok do but yeah. like there's so many other little niches that are like big communities so there's like a production TikTok and there's like um country TikTok and and acting TikTok and stuff. So like there's all where where you can get a lot of good information um and and knowledge from people who have experience in in those things. So so um yeah, I, I just I just started doing that and kind of kind of it it just has kind of continued to grow. That's so um, cool. So yeah. Yeah, it's 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 one of those things of where it's like I don't know how I ended up in this position, but <laughs> that's I feel so awesome. very very grateful. Dude, and and I, that's what I love is that like like I I love when it's it's people like 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 you that are just like, "Oh, what 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 the fuck? Like what's going on? Like what what like at, in in a way it's like why is this happening happening to me in the positive way?" It's like, "Dude, like I'm just like, it's, it's basically like being in a band that starts to get traction. You're like, wait, how, what's going like, why, why do people start liking us or, or whatever? Like it's, 
it's so cool that you have that other outlet besides music that's like and expect uh, like to go off like slightly like that you're helping out other group like you said like trans and like uh, like uh, underground emo bands like that's so fucking sick dude yeah it's 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 really really cool because like not only do i get to meet a lot of the bands and and talk to them and have my own like personal relationships with them but like also it's just something that i wish somebody would have done for me when i was still in my like touring years and stuff yeah and and i think that we're in like kind of a zeitgeist of of um alternative music and diy culture i think people really kind of were taking taking it for granted um before the pandemic and then you know two years without being able to go to shows or be part of the community has really made people want to come back in droves and just be excited to be back in a room hearing live music again so not only not only did i kind of hit it at the right time but it's it's we're in like a resurgence of of uh, alternative music i feel like that's all you know and i totally i totally believe that and it's so cool that like like you said, you wish someone did that for you, but like you're that person for the people now, like which is that to like me saying that felt so cool because it's like holy shit, like you're doing something that like like people probably have thought like oh this would be cool, but like I don't either quote unquote have the time or know what to do, and like you just did it, like that's like the coolest part, like that's that's awesome. Yeah, I think I really think pretty much anybody could can gain a, a substantial following on TikTok. Um, it's just about consistency and like kind of commitment to it of just like, if you post every day for six months, you're going to get like somewhere in the ballpark of like 10 to 20,000 followers without really even trying. As long as you're paying attention and trying to put out quality content, like, cause here's the thing. What really got me started on TikTok was my little sister um, who's in her early 20s told me that I should get on it um, because I'd spent a little while trying to do like the Instagram thing and I got burnt out on it because it's it was so fake you oh, know okay. it was it was just all about the aesthetic of pretending to like you're you've already made it you know it's like a fake it till you make it yeah exactly yeah <laughs> Instagram and it just felt kind of kind of gross a little bit and so like I wasn't really feeling Instagram but like I post she told me to get on TikTok. And I posted a video on TikTok and Instagram the same day. The Instagram video got like 100 views, maybe even less than that. And the TikTok one got like 700 views. Whoa. And I didn't have any followers on TikTok at the time. And I was just like, wait a minute. So I'm getting seven times as many views on this app as I am on this one. Well, I guess let's just see what happens if I continue to post on here for for a couple months. Because the way that TikTok's algorithm works is like basically... You put out a piece of you put out a video, and if somebody watches, and it'll it'll put it out to like a hundred people. Okay. If fifty percent of those hundred people watch fifty percent of your video, then it'll put it out to a thousand people. Holy and if shit! Those fi- if those thousand people watch fifty percent of that video as well, then it'll put it out to ten thousand people. And if those people watch fifty percent, then it'll put it out to hundred thousand, and then a million, and Damn, so on and so forth. Damn, that's sick. So like. That's that's how the app really works. It, it values watch time above all. So you don't necessarily have to have a following to have a video go viral. Wow, that's so crazy. I I did that dude, that's so How did you figure that out? Did you have to watch 
some like a video on that or did you like did it happen like did you figure it out on your own by seeing like how like oh fuck it's actually like spreading this fast i had i had my suspicions uh -huh. about it um at first because like i said i put out that one video that got a hundred video a hundred views from my like 500 followers on instagram. instagram yeah and then i put out put out the same video and it got 700 followers or 700 uh views when i only had like one follower yeah on tiktok so i was like okay it looks like it's the algorithm is will pick up content a little bit and not every video did that as well as that first one but that first one was enough to to encourage me to be like okay if i kept doing this like like maybe i can pick up some get some traction going yeah and like really all it takes on on tiktok is like one video to do really well okay um like to go you know mildly viral to pick up like like a thousand followers and then and then you can kind of more more naturally grow okay um from there so yeah i guess i guess i kind of i did i i had my suspicions about the algorithm and then i did look into it deeper and this is what other um other people were saying about it because they awesome. the, um there was a a leak um of how the algorithm works oh. uh, <laughs> last year Damn. like explaining like in a in in pretty good detail about like basically what's going on there Dude, that's so, okay. See, that's so cool because, like, again, like you saying, like, it's the lip sync, whatever, like, everyone believes that. Yeah, that's how I felt. Like, because for my band, like, I have a TikTok that my brother and I do, like, random, like, stupid videos. Like, like, sure. we, we, we do, like, like little like skits and stuff because we used to, we used to do, like, we used to be on YouTube like crazy. And, like, and anyways, we do that. And, it's it's fun and like yeah there's you definitely get a lot more views on there than instagram for sure but like i like i don't know i like to hear all of this because that makes me want to create even more content then yeah yeah well and like that's a that is another piece of of the algorithm from what i understand it's like um like that it values watch time is like the number one thing and okay. then like the second thing is um is consistency with it because if they know if you're posting consistently that they can try and draw more people to you because they want to keep active um content creators on there that so, makes sense so that's why some people will tell you to do four or five videos a day i that's just not realistic for me i just do one a day oh okay for sure <laughs> and, and if it does well then it does well and if it doesn't then it doesn't but i kind of have an idea of things that will go viral okay oh um, sick at this point as well so that's awesome. Like to like, dude, I, I, that's so cool, man. Like, and so, okay. Like you, you said like you were doing videos. So at the beginning it was like, did, did it kind of, I, I don't, I don't know if you've answered this already. So sorry if I like am reiterating something, but like, did, did it happen like overnight that you got that many followers or did it seem, did it take a little while? It it took a while. Okay. Um, okay. I would say for the first two months that I was posting, I had less than I had like maybe a hundred, definitely less than a thousand followers. Okay. And actually, the first video that I had go kind of like do pretty well was the second transfronted bands video that I posted got something like ten thousand views. Wow. And um, that got me fourteen. That got me to like like a thousand followers basically oh, and and like and from there it was like it was definitely the hardest to get to a thousand and okay. then after a thousand 
like it was just a matter of having a couple more videos go it, it started it's exponential basically okay. it's like okay. the bigger you get it the easier it is to get followers um as long as you're you're consistent with it so so i would say it, it took me like six months to get to some somewhere in the ballpark of like 50k oh wow and then um and then uh prob probably the last I, I'm, I'm starting to get at the point of where i've reached so many people that like um in in my niche that the followers are coming slower but okay that makes because sense. i have already kind of gotten them all not i don't want to say like <laughs> dominated it yeah. like, in this, but i've i've like like definitely reached a lot of people who who have either been able to decide like that this person's content is for me or not yeah no that's awesome though like it's cool to know that and then like i i don't know i dude i this is this is so interesting to me i i love i love hearing about like this for like this this like medium for for like uh, uh, art like it's uh, it, again i've always been under the impression like this is just the new app for like kids and i know i sound like fucking old saying that but like <laughs> that that's what i've always thought is like oh dude like whatever like like this is basically like the new vine or something like that i miss vine vine was great but like i know vine was pretty great yeah i love that one so much like it had the perfect cut like it like as soon as you stopped recording it was done like it didn't lag or anything it was perfect yeah but um but yeah dude like that's that's insane so like not like to know it's like ninety thousand people that you like are following you it like that that's awesome that you know you're gonna reach quite a bit of people and like you have a platform to say a lot for any like anything that you feel strongly about i feel that's so awesome yeah it it really it really is rad i mean like like there it's there it's not without like pressure as well because like that yeah. is kind of like uh like a with great power comes great responsibility type <laughs> yeah. of thing of where I do have to kind of like watch watch what I say and like there's definitely a good amount of like hate comments and that kind of thing so like that can be a little bit stressful but for for the most part I'm just really grateful that that it did actually work out the way that it has cuz cuz you know how it is like you you tour in DIY bands and and play these DIY shows and it kind of can feel especially in 2019 like this the scene was kind of like at a pretty low point like mm -hmm. I'd spent years touring and it just seemed like every year it was getting smaller and smaller yeah and you know there's a lot of competition for shows you oh, know there's yeah. Netflix and video games and like that's just like the type of stuff that wasn't as uh easily accessible for everyone you know 10 years ago yeah oh yeah 100 and, and so so i am kind of glad that everybody was forced to stay home and kind of realize like it, that when you don't have the option to go to shows and be part of the scene that it's like something that sh you miss and should be like revered yeah to a certain extent no that's that's awesome and yeah i, I believe the same thing like i'm i'm such a I'm such like a hermit. Like I, I, I love, I love being at home and everything, but I always think like, man, that could happen again. So I should go. And like me being me is like, I'll still stay home. But like, I'm always like, damn it. Like, but like, I know a lot of people aren't like me and are like, well, I need to go and make sure I see this band because it could be like the last time, like for two years, like that. Exactly. It's ridiculous how long it was. And 
yeah so i totally i totally agree with you and like, yeah i think we're we're just in like this total changing of time and like like i mean tiktok is just the next app you know i'm not yeah. sure how long how long the wave is going to last i, I think we're you know probably somewhere in like or near the half point the halfway point yeah. of tiktok's viability as a platform but it's also starting to grow to the point of where i think i heard somewhere that tiktok surpassed youtube in watch time whoa what um, a few months ago yeah like in an overall watch time so that means that people are spending more people are spending more time on tiktok than on um on youtube which no is, is way. kind of which is kind of crazy yeah that's um, insane i i think at some point we're just going to see all of the the apps kind of converge into one one app because they all pretty much rip off each other yeah <laughs> uh, like shamelessly like you'll see that like you'll notice that um youtube has shorts now i think they're called exactly um and uh instagram has reels now which yep. is essentially just just tiktok which reels is just stuff that's on tiktok two weeks later. <laughs> <laughs> it's <Basically>. so true <laughs> Oh my God. Like, dude, well, like, and like going back to like, like what I was saying before, like, I, I know this is like off of TikTok, but like, no, your old band, the uglies was fucking awesome. Like, Oh, thank you, dude. Holy shit. Because like, I remember seeing the split with crush and everything, but I never listened to it. Like I just, because at that time I, I didn't even, I didn't, I knew of crush, but I didn't listen to them at that point. And then like, when I was going to talk to you, I was like, oh, I'm going to check it out. Like, dude, holy, like, dude, it's so good. Like, what what did you do in that band? Uh, I was the one of the vocalists, like, and um, guitarist. Okay, okay, that's what I thought. You know, dude, like, man, like, I I loved it. Like, it instantly, because it, it gave me, like, oh, man, who was it? Like, kind of like Fear Before and uh some other bands i can't remember like a little like the chariot like and okay yeah yeah like those two like i there were other bands and i i wanted to write it down and i forgot but yeah dude that project I, is sick yeah I, I love both of those bands and like the uglies was something that i was really passionate about for a long time we were like the problem was is like we were trying to like essentially we were trying to create a new genre of like this mix of like punk and emo and screamo and stoner rock and like put all of these different influences that we loved into like one band and like not be pigeonholed into any one genre the problem yeah. with that was nobody ever knew what type like who we should be playing with yeah that or, makes like, sense. It, it was hard for us to attach to one scene because we liked all of them yeah <laughs> so it was like it, we were always kind of like the odd men out yeah. on on pretty much any bill you know like two punk for the metal kids to to metal for the you know emo kids or whatever yeah so it, was, it it was it was I, like i'm definitely proud of the stuff that we put out but at the same time it was just one of those things of where it was hard to get any any traction from that because we didn't belong to one certain scene yeah that's why it, it was cool when we got hooked up with um crushed because they're kind of like that a little bit too definitely they have a lot of different influences and like they also go crazy live yeah. and so it was 
it was it was a really good time and like if i had to do all over again i'd probably do it the same hell yeah but at the same time like i i understand like why it took us so long to kind of start getting traction and then when we did start getting traction and like put out um an ep that we were really proud of uh we broke up so (laughs) So that's just the way it goes sometimes you know damn dude like did oh man like when did you guys break up we broke up pretty much right after that that uh crush tour in in 2019 i think we played like one more show after that tour that tour was in may Oh, okay. we played a show in june and then right after that it was just like yeah we're we're kind of done damn um, which sucked because i had a full tour booked for that october and it was really easy to book because we had kind of gotten a lot of respect in the diy community especially from crushed from yeah. being like associated with them because those guys are straight up tour dogs yes <laughs> they're, they're always on the road um so so it, it was what it was and that's really like kind of like a definitive point um in my life from like the last three years um of basically where it was like okay well i like spent the last five six years you know focusing on trying to make this band thing work and trying to figure out trying to grow it um and and that just didn't work out so now now what do i do and that's kind of how it ended up being like songwriting um into content creation into like into like now now like because i've kind of reached a certain point with content creation like i'm still going to continue to do it but it's more about expanding into other areas like like um podcasting and and the discord thing like the discord is something that i'm super passionate about because it actually feels like it's affecting people on a personal level um which is really something that you can't do through content creation as much yeah exactly i can have a subtle effect on people on tiktok but it's hard to build like a relationship through the comments section yeah exactly dude and that's cool yeah yeah it's 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 been quite quite a interesting interesting past you know year i i started on tiktok in i uh late march of 2021 oh wow and, and now it's gotten to to this point um, so, so it's just, it, it's really, it's, it's honestly like, like feels, feels like really encouraging that, that there's like all these good people out there in the world, you know? And like, yeah. like that there's people that are hungry and passionate about music. Cause like by the end of 2019, I was just thinking like, is, does anybody even care about music anymore? Or is it just whoever's got the new single for for that month or record yeah like, that everybody listened to it seems like everything was getting i think the words like homogenized or whatever or like like everything was just kind of bleeding every genre and every style was just kind oh, of bleeding yes. into each other and started sounding the same yeah i know exactly no that and that makes sense like i told i i totally agree dude like that's that's insane like it's insane like but like it's so cool that like like it like this was like birthed out of like out of like oh well uh i'm i'm not doing this anymore like let's try this and then also you have that you had that you so you said wait hold on so you said astral planes was a solo project 
Astral Planes was was a solo project, but I always had like um, live members, and and then like those live members <clears throat> started recording with me. So like the first EP, I recorded all the instruments myself. Okay. And then the second EP, like I wrote all of it, and then had had like the guys from the live band. But also the guitarist that quit the Uglies was also the guitarist for Astral Planes. Oh wow! So so when he quit. Um, it was kind of like, okay, well, I don't have a guitarist for this band. And we had already gone through, um, a, a drummer, another drummer and another bass player. And I was just kind of like, at that point was, that was right before the uglies did, did the split and stuff with crushed. And it was just kind of like, I think I'm just going to focus on the uglies. Cause this is like the band that I've been, has been my main band. So I wasn't super concerned with doing astral planes, but, but now like, Especially because I have the platform for it, I've been doing um, Astral Planes, so I've got a whole new lineup with that. It's oh, actually cool. the drummer from the Uglies. Um, this other band, the bass, the bass player is the guitarist for this other band, Helgramites. Okay. Who are about to put out a really good record on Sailor Records? Hell yeah. Um, which is a local Denver label here, uh, and they're doing like a three week tour um, next month. So if anybody is uh, going to be on the east coast they're they're probably coming to your city so you should definitely check them out and then our other we just had another guitarist join his name's jeff he played in this band uh or he plays in this band my body sings electric oh, that's, that's, um, i like that name a lot yeah they're they're a pretty they've been in a bigger denver band for a long time like they're opening for Glassjaw. holy in, shit in <laughs> yeah so i was just like so right now i've got these musicians who are all basically like just straight up assassins like <laughs> sick you know like practically studio musicians so it's like it and they're all really good friends of mine too so it's it's a really exciting time time for that we just played with um thank you i'm sorry and hey i love you um <laughs> who are two really really uh cool up and coming fifth wave emo bands oh um, dude I, I need to check those out that sounds odd dude that's so cool Hey, I love you has put out one of the coolest records of um of 2022 for sure. They're kind of like Motion City soundtrack um but more like but they'll throw in like a blast beat in oh. the, like the pre-chorus of a song and then like go into the chorus, like the most catchy chorus but like have like a couple like breakdowny little parts. Dude, it's, it's, what? Some, it's like nothing you've ever heard before. Oh, dude, I, I like you just you just made me so happy because Motion City is perfect, and uh, knowing that they, dude, oh, I need I need to hear that. That's a that sounds so cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, the the coolest part about the content creation has just been finding all these sick new bands. Heck you know, because yeah. like I was saying earlier, it sounded like every band was starting to sound really similar or the same or just like a watered down you know pop version of of whatever came before them yeah and then i stumbled like once i started doing the slept on emo band series i just started being like hey drop me some recommendations hell yeah and, and so i started finding all these cool new bands like um uh origami angel oh i've I heard, of them. heard of them yeah they're great um save face um sincere engineer uh, just, just all, all these cool new up and coming bands that are that are making meaningful um, music and that actually care about what they're putting out as opposed to just presenting and being like a, a brand or whatever. Okay, yeah, dude. Like, I and also, okay, you, you like knowing you said drop some suggestions. 
when when you how okay so maybe it was in an early like did it feel cool when people started suggesting things on your videos because now you felt like oh wow people are actually engaged and watching this and are like literally like trying to help me like that to me sounds like it would be one of the coolest things for for sure um it, it it made it feel like it was starting to become like a little community of of finding these niche little bands and like that's kind of like what the discord like was for too was just to like find new recommendations i mean we have like probably like 10 different channels on the discord of different genres and and music like we have a, a scrams channel you know oh, hell yeah just just like like and like real you know orchid oh. uh, page 99 type hell type yeah scrams and stuff so so that's that's really exciting and and i like here's here's the coolest thing like like that has really made me feel like it actually is to have like a community and like like actually matters. I I played this show last Saturday and it was with um Hey I Love You and Thank You I'm Sorry. And and it was it was the first show Astral Planes had played in like 8 months. So oh, okay. so I wasn't really sure how it was going to go, but the the crowd was great and the turnout was great and and I promoted it on TikTok uh, a a decent amount. And these two older dudes, both of them were named Brett. <laughs> they were in their late um 40s, early 50s I would say. And um they told me that like i've like shaped their music taste over the last year and <laughs> what? like and dude. like that they'll anytime i mention a band they'll like write it down and these are two dudes that you'd never see at a diy show like their friends are listening to van halen and stuff you know, <laughs> that, they, that they listen to in high school and these guys are, are out here looking for you know, he, what he kept saying to me was, he's like, you know, I'm still on that that lifelong search for the perfect song. I'm still looking for it. Hell yeah. That's you know, and cool. It, and that, that hunger and excitement about new music and not just writing it off as that's for the kids yeah. is is like, that's that's exciting to me. Heck yeah. Dude, that, dude, man, like you saying those words made me so happy because like, dude, you, you actually have... You've touched like you like you've made people like dude knowing that he said like you've shaped my music like dude that's that's insane like and it's and especially for an older person like in like 40s to 50s like that's mind-blowing because usually they're set in their ways at that point and like they're done like like you said mm -hmm. listen to van halen black sabbath like that type of shit but like knowing that they're looking up what you're like putting out is dude i dude oh man i i'm so excited that, that's so cool it 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 was really flattering and and exciting for me and like that's another thing that's like i guess kind of an over arch arching goal of my content is like that there's there's definitely like a lot of ageism in in the alternative music scene um and and it goes both ways of where a lot of older older people, you know, Gen X and millennials will kind of treat Gen Z like, you know, well, you're just a kid. What do you know? Yeah. And then Gen Z will kind of treat the millennials and Gen X like, well, you're old, so you're just jaded. Yeah, and, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And, and forgot what it's like. Yeah. You know, so one of the things that I'm really trying to do is connect these two, these two groups, because first of all, in alternative music, we need as many people, um, 
in the scene as possible. Like I'm very anti gatekeeping because for me, like the the reason I got involved in DIY and and emo culture, or whatever, in the first place was because it made me feel like for the first time in my life, like this is my people. This is where I belong. This yeah. is where I fit in in the That's world. Cool. And and I want to be able to share that with other people. So like I'm I'm very anti gatekeeping because I think that Gen Z can learn a lot from Gen X and millennials, and Gen X and millennials can learn a lot from from Gen Z. You know, there's Gen Z has so much enthusiasm. They're very open minded, um, and and they're kind of ready to take on on the world. Um, and um, millennials and Gen X are they're wise. They've gone through some very hard times in American history, and yeah. and you know recessions and being born into nine eleven and and the the creation of the internet and and widespread use of the internet like yeah. there's just a lot that that they have to offer as well and like if you could just get them to have a dialogue in good faith then then i think that they could you know uh help each other wow dude that's <laughs> i that's amazing like i love that because yeah i, I totally know what you mean it just feels like they are two like uh, everyone makes it out to be like two separate two separate groups like it's like yo like you're dumb for like you said dumb for being jaded you're dumb for being young like it's like but but like dude the way you're trying to connect them is such a i don't know you said it perfectly i don't even know what to say that that's so that's fucking awesome dude i love that yeah yeah well and i just think like as somebody who was just kind of out it, touring and stuff and seeing the scene shrink and now that it's coming back uh bigger and better than it, than it was before the pandemic it's like i don't want to let that let that go by and just have it slip into the same s slippery slope that it was yeah. before yeah like i i want to make you know feed the scene and and put into it and then also like you know contribute to the scene and not just take from it i feel like a lot of people I think one of the big problems with DIY and the reason that the scene was shrinking is because as soon as a band got big enough to leave DIY music, they would, and they okay. would use it as a stepping stone. Yeah. That makes um, sense. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to name names, but I know Adam, for instance, has told me about some bands that have, um, that have gone on to be pretty big that, you know, didn't, um, that pretended like they didn't know them. Once, once what? they kind of got signed and and started getting on these bigger tours and stuff, and it was it was like you know, and and that just sucks because as somebody who's booked a lot of bands as well, um, you know, it's it it's one of those things of where like you're taking your time and you're you're putting all this effort into helping somebody else out, not not to get anything out of it, but just to make sure that they have a good show and a place to crash that night and yeah. get a little bit of money, and then they can make it to their to their next stop so so you know if anything i can do to contribute and give back to to the scene that's given me so much is is definitely something that i want to do and now i'm in the position to actually do that dude that's so cool and like going back to like that that saying like that band like to know bands can even do that say like oh yeah like 
uh, I don't even, who are you? Like after you've been through that venue a million times or they've helped you out, like you said, like having a place to sleep, f- feeding you. I know Adam, every time we go through there, like he feeds us and has, it gives us a place to stay. He is one of the greatest humans ever. And like it, anyone that could like treat a person that has done so much for not even just like your band per se, like for so many bands, it doesn't matter who it is. Like, it's just like, he'll, he'll give you that place. And dude, I I can't, I just, I don't understand. I I could be huge and I'd still be like, yeah, but I still want to play the fly honey. Like that is the the, the great, I, I love that venue so much. And like, it doesn't matter where you've come from. Like, it, like st- always go back. Like it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Yeah, ab- absolutely. But you know, I, I think that it just becomes, you know, kind of it, it, once you start making money, the more money you make, the more, the more like you're going to, that's going to be a factor for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. You know, when you're, when you're DIY touring and stuff, you're just trying to make, enough money so that you probably break even yep. by the end of the tour <laughs> yeah. and like that that's a good tour is if you break even maybe make a little bit of extra money exactly but, <laughs> exactly but then like when you get to that to that level it really does become go from being you know almost a hobby to being a full-time job full-time job yeah and and i i, I think that that's like where like the diy of it ends that sucks. Um, like that. That sucks. Yeah, and that sucks. I really do think it does. Yeah. Like to know that. I I don't know. Like I of of course any any band wants to be like doing this as a job. Like that would be that's a, that's the dream. Like like to right. the dream to do it. But like you're doing it because you love it. So if it happens, cool. But the thing is, like you don't stop just because like. Like, I mean, of course, some people have like reasons why and like, like all this stuff. And sometimes it's just their time, but like, it just, it sucks to know that like you, some people do forget where they came from and that's, ah, dude, I I know I just reiterated what I just said, but like, man, that is just so mind blowing, dude. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it doesn't, um, and, and it just. It just feels kind of grimy. Yes. It, at, no, at exactly. The end of the day. Yeah. yeah. Dude, at the end of the day, at the beginning of the day, in the middle of the day, <laughs> literally the whole day. Like, it, it, like, it's, that's, that sucks, dude. Like, God, like, but like, I'm, I'm just, I, I'm, I'm, but you know what? I'm still glad, like, people are still doing that. Like, how you said you used to book bands, like, like, like doing that. Like, we need that. And like, I don't know. Like Adam has always been the best dude ever. And I, he will always be that dude. And yeah, it's just, yeah. yeah. Even after, even after crushed eventually, you know, makes it to the next level, which they will. Cause they're so committed to it. Exactly. But, uh, but I, I don't think Adam would ever, um, you know, he's, he's, I mean, he's just as much of an activist as he is a guitarist. Yep. <laughs> exactly. <you know? laughs> You know, and, and that's one of the reasons I love that dude. He's got such a good heart. Yeah, dude. It's, 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 I try so to surround cool. myself with people like that, <laughs> you know. <laughs> that's so, it's so cool. Like, I'm, I'm so glad you, I, you were able, I'm so glad you're, you've come on here because it's been so, it's, it's, it's such a cool feeling to know that like, like, I don't know. There's like similar thoughts floating through both of our heads. And I love that. I I love connecting with people on that because that's so 
it's unique and it's i don't know dude i'm it just this is this is so sick dude like it's such a a, a it's such a small world and we're and we're all trying to exist in in this subgenre of doing music like or or like you said content creating like we're all trying to do something so everyone everyone can help each other and like i don't know that's just that's i i'm just going in circles but that's just so <laughs> fucking awesome yeah well well thank you for having me you know i think i think i'm i'm one of those people who's who's just basically kind of like failed and tried to learn from my mistakes and like it's all kind of shaped i guess my worldview of like of because i didn't have very much success in the music industry for such a long time yeah that when i did i'm just now that i have had some and i'm starting to like um make all these connections and meet all these really cool people that i've like like look up looked up to yeah growing up um that it's like that I'm just really grateful for it. And I don't, I definitely try not to take it for granted, Hell you know, yeah. <laughs> like, because, because having a platform is just something that I never, never had before. <laughs> and, and some of that, some of that is my own fault. You know, I think as DIY musicians, we, we love it because it's cool yeah. and it feels like, um, like, like being a social media person is kind of lame like yeah. <laughs> in comparison to like hanging out hanging out with your friends in a grimy basement you know and <laughs> nobody's filming it because you just want to be there in the moment yes you know and and i was never a, a social media person really who you know i'd post on my instagram maybe like three times a year oh wow type okay. of person and it would usually be a tour flyer yeah exactly those, so <laughs> so so it, it definitely is has changed my perspective like i think I just don't think like it's definitely valuable to tour, but like if if you really want to make an impact, like the the internet is here, Gen Z is is online all the time, and that's where they're finding their music is through Twitter and TikTok and and uh, Reddit. Um, not necessarily as much through going to local shows, that's but crazy. but that's starting to turn around a little bit because they're starting to figure out like, whoa, local shows are actually really cool. Yeah. And there's, you know, it's, it's a good environment. Dude. I love that. Like, and like you saying like Gen Z, Gen, Gen Z is always on their phones and like, and like, that's what, like you said, again, well, so are millennials. Yeah, of well, course, should, all the time. Yeah. There, there's no way like, yeah, we're all, we're all sucked into our, the brick yeah. in our hand. But like, but like the thing is like, we are finding that that is the way like, and especially because like like li like live music for us was it like finding it via going to a show was the way to do it because sometimes you would hear about a band like dude i the first show i ever went to i saw fear before the march of flames alisana and i set my friends on fire and i went there for i set my friends on fire and that's why oh, yeah. I, I love that band but like like I found those bands through, well, actually, no, I found them so much later, but I, rem I saw them like, but it's just like, like to know that you can experience something live. And it's, first of all, it's a totally different experience and I can't wait for people to really understand that. Or like, of course people already understand that, but like maybe the younger generation doesn't know as well because they haven't had, have had the experience like these last two years were blocked like blocked out so like maybe that was their year of like turning 18 and being able to drive to a show for the first time like it's it's sure. it's crazy sure and like another thing that you like 
like that's really sick about the younger generation is like first of all i think we're getting some of the most interesting creative music because like when when we were kids we didn't have access like aside from like limewire or whatever we didn't exactly. have access to this to this to all the music yeah at all know? times like the, at, at at all times right or the knowledge of like youtube like if you're a kid learning guitar right now on YouTube, you're going to be better than I ever was within a couple of years <laughs> because so you you can learn how to do things correctly. Yep. And then your influences are going to be so much more vast, you know, between being able to access the past 50 years of music and every single new thing. Yep. That that comes up. So so I'm really excited for where music is heading um as well and and another aspect of this is like a lot of a lot of these kids don't live in a place where diy shows happen oh you know, that's I've, true I've, I've got one one um person in my discord that lives in nova scotia oh whoa and and so in order for them to go to a show they'd have to go all the way around the the peninsula or whatever and down through maine to get to like boston whoa. <laughs> and, and like you know that's like a 14 hour trip for them yeah um so so they're but that doesn't mean that they're not interested in it and that they don't want to be a part of the community of course not no like it's just difficult to be a part of it mm -hmm. <laughs> because exactly like, like dude to take a 14 hour drive to watch uh, like for a couple hours is like crazy unless like I, I, that's it's it's just a far it's a far drive like that that's the bottom right. line well and especially when you're when you're young like in your late teens early 20s to, yeah to be like especially because like you know it's already a niche uh genre that it's like maybe you don't have any friends that are into that type of music so are you going to go alone by yourself as yep. as a kid in your late teens to to get to the show in it like for 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 them like a totally different country yeah exactly <laughs> um, uh so so you know i i think i think anything we can do to help help spread spread the message you know it doesn't necessarily you know i have i have um followers in my discord from like peru and oh, and cool. the uk and and like all, all around the world so it's like it's starting to become a global scene. Like there's <laughs> like so Singapore cool. <laughs> has like a crazy good um, emo and scram scene. Oh, surprisingly. what? Yeah. Yeah. Um, like this band forests from there is they just actually put out a new record a couple weeks ago. That's fantastic as well. Yeah. I've heard um, of that band, but I've never listened to them. I know I've heard that name. Yeah, they're sick. They're, they're like a Midwest emo and they just like almost all their vocals are just gang vocals. Oh, so what? it has this really like lively, uh, energetic feel. Heck yeah. Dude, that's that's so sick, dude. I love that. And like knowing that it's like very global is ridiculous, man. Like that that has I don't know. That's that's so that's so badass. Dude. Yeah. That's a dude. And then, okay, dude. So I have two more questions for you. Okay, cool. Cool. Uh, okay. So this is a weird one. I like to ask everyone. Um, so if you're like now, now, because it was like, I'm going to do TikTok. If your TikTok was a TV show or a movie, what would it be? Like, like a movie that's already been released. Yes. Or a TV show that's already been released. Yeah. Um, 
Oh, that's a difficult question. <laughs> if it was a movie or... Um, it would be like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, <laughs> like the first one where um, April O'Neil's like nephew or whatever joins the Foot Clan and uh, he goes there and they're all like skateboarding and hanging out. It would be like that or like the movie Hackers when they go to that, that one club. I don't know if you've ever seen Hackers. I haven't, dude. Oh, it's man. got Matthew Lillard and Angelina Jolie. Oh, whoa. Early performances. It's, yeah. It's, it's just like a terrible... Uh, <laughs> 90s tech tech movie but it would be like it would be like the club that they hang out there of like everybody's like a cool hacker and and just chilling so i don't know something like that that's awesome (laughs) dude and then um now back to like bands basically uh what has been the best show you have ever played and then give me the worst show um the best show that I've ever played. Um, I, there's a, f- there's a few, I'll say with, with the astral planes, one time we played, um, uh, the Jefferson County, um, uh, teachers As- association strike or oh, teachers what? union strike. <laughs> and so it was cool. crazy. There was like, they were trying to take away their pensions. Jefferson County really doesn't treat their teachers very well. And wow. they asked, they just put out a feeler online. We're like, Hey, if anybody wants to play this, like we're looking for some live performance. So <laughs> me and the guitarist at the time played on the steps of the Capitol building for like 10,000 people. Dude, That was what? definitely a really wild. <laughs> yeah. They were, and they were all marching around Dude. Like, the building protesting and stuff. <laughs> so that was a very crazy experience. That's insane. The other one. The other one was um, we played the Uglies played Tempe, Arizona one time, and we had this crazy experience of where, where um, you know, we spoke and stuff, and we were going from San Diego to Tempe, and we got very close to the Mexican border, so we got pulled over by Border Patrol. Oh, whoa. And immediately the drug dogs started going off looking for our uh, marijuana. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so we almost got charged with uh, trafficking. <laughs> Because we had quite a bit. And <laughs> oh the only God. reason we got off is because our drummer had a medical card and Arizona is a med state. No. So way. they did confis we had so much we had so much weed that they um they had like one of those like 10, 15 gallon Ziploc bags, like one of the tall long ones. <laughs> yeah. And they couldn't zip up the top of it. We had so much stuff. We had so much that they didn't even get our vape pens. We still had dabs and vape pens, but like they thought that they'd gotten it all because they took so much. No. Um, and so that night, so that night we were just like, holy shit, I cannot believe we just almost like went to jail forever. Dude, <laughs> and, and and that night we played at this this house show in Tempe and it was just like a chill show. And then like for the first couple of bands and then right before we played, literally like 120 people all came into this living room that had come from this like art walk show and the head that the headliner had brought. No way. Um, Cause they were playing like, like a first Fridays type of thing. Whoa. And so a hundred people all come in like right as we're setting up and we're like, Oh shit. And they moshed like literally the entire set in this little living room. Oh, sick. And, and that was, that was just like that whole day, like going from such like a, holy shit, we're going to go to jail to be like, oh my God, I can't believe we we just got out of that situation to be like, this is the most crazy show we've played like, like ever. That's that was so cool. that was like a really, a really good day. 
<laughs> um, the worst show, the worst show I've ever played, was on the Ugly's first tour. Um, we played at this. They told us it was called the Skate Farm, and they told us that it was a skate park DIY venue. So we're like, okay, that's sick. Uh, and it was out in the middle of Hutchison, Kansas, and we'd played in Kansas City the night before. Okay. Um, we were on tour with this band, um, Bastards, who were kind of like a half heart type, um, uh, straight edge hardcore type band. Oh, okay. Um, and uh, actually, their vocalist was in um, Drop Dead Gorgeous. Holy he was one shit. of the guitarists what? for that band for a little while. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Shout out Jacob. Um. And so we show up at this place and it's literally a farm and it has like a half pipe on it. And, and they're like, okay, yeah, you guys are going to play right in front of the half pipe. And there was a, like a big above ground pool with like three feet of standing water and just like all this algae. And like, it was disgusting. Like they obviously had not cleaned it in years. Yeah. And because of that, and we're already in the country, there was like giant mosquitoes everywhere. (laughs) They didn't. They didn't have a PA. They're like, you guys didn't bring a PA. And it's what? Like, no. Who brings a PA? They're like, well, usually bands bring a PA. It's like, no, no, no DIY band has ever brought the PA. No. So they finally, they finally found one. But uh, the Uglies had two vocalists, and they only had one mic um, <laughs> that we could use. And I, I played drums and sang at, sang at the time. Okay. Like I didn't actually. Um, I recorded the guitar, but. But so, like, basically, I had to play drums and do all the vocals because I did slightly more vocals than the other <laughs> oh vocalists, and, which is meant for two parts. And it's already hot as fuck. I'm getting eaten by, um, <laughs> by mosquitoes. And and it was just it was just a bad, bad time. The, the, the opening band was so bad and just completely wasted, like, punk local band. They were so bad and couldn't make it through more than a minute of the song. And like they were so bad that the the bass player quit after the third song. He <laughs> no just walked way! off and he just put his bass down. I've never seen that happen before. He just <laughs> put his bass down and walked off. <laughs> oh my god. But get this, he rejoined the band for the last song. <laughs> so he quit and joined the band again within within the span of like 30. And it was like a set that should have been like 20 minutes, but because they would have to start and stop so much because they couldn't make it through like two consecutive parts yeah. their set was like 45 minutes and oh. we're just like please god get me out of here <laughs> but you know i'm sure you've been in plenty of situations like that yeah, but not that bad <laughs> <laughs> that's so terrible dude oh my god like <laughs> oh dude Dude, dude, seriously, thank you so much for coming on. This has been so much fun, man. Yeah, absolutely, man. It was so nice to meet you. Yeah, and, nice to and meet get you. To, get to hang out with you and, and everything. That was awesome. Hell yeah, dude. Well, then what I'm going to do is uh, say a fake goodbye and then uh, stop recording, and then I'll talk to you right after. Okay, sure. Okay, see you later. <laughs> All right, see ya. Oh, wow. Yep, that's that's the way I chose to start this intro. Um and also, I'm not totally recording this at 6 a.m. because I thought I thought I, uh, I I I should put this out at the correct time on a Monday. Um, but anyways, like no, uh, talking to Zach was so sick because I've I've never I've never been able to talk. I haven't not I've never talked to anyone that actually is like 
a content creator. So it was so fucking interesting to me. I, I had so much fun and he was such a cool dude. And like, I loved all the, the knowledge of like, like, his musical knowledge is insane so it was just it was just really fun to get to know him and like just hang out but like so like dude thank you so much for coming on i had seriously so much fun dude like no it was it was awesome so thank you thank you so much and hey guess what if this is your first time here thank you for checking checking this out and guess what if this is your second time here also thank you again i've what i've always said even playing field but if this is the first time you didn't know that so even playing field um but anyways like it was so much fun so again dude thank you so much for coming on and um guess what everyone i will see you well i won't physically see you i will i won't even hear you i will you'll hear me so i will talk to you on the another i'm gonna stop so the voice on this podcast is me, Josh Matthews, your favorite host. The intro was done by my friend Nick Riggs. And the person that does all the behind the scenes, basically the producer of the show, is my brother Danny. So go thank him and go thank Nick. And you know what? Give me like maybe like a, hey, you, you're doing something. But seriously, thank you so much, guys. It is, it is so sick that you guys do that. So thank you for listening.